for a little, you know, uh, sometimes. Anyway, whatever. Welcome to. We, we like to go dark in the summer. Yeah, That's what we, really, call it. we call it show business. <laughs> you know, we're standing in unison with the writers. That's what it is. That's it. Like, uh, that's uh, it. There you go. Uh, but welcome to Red River Podcast number 158. Uh, you know, listen, Metallica. Everyone knows we love Metallica on the show. There's four of us on the show today, and we all went to. So I went to the second day. Langan and Joe went to the first day, and Nick, you went to both. So um, we're going to welcome back Nick Greystone from, uh, you know, Demon Scar. You also started a new podcast. I got my boy Joe from Outburst. Um, I want to talk to everyone specifically about their their situation right now. I'm going to start with you, Nick. Um, you just did your first episode of your brand new podcast. Uh, so just tell us how that went. I was nervous as shit because usually this is what I do. I'll hop on to someone else's stage and I'll talk, but I'm not really steering the ship. So I felt like this was something totally different for me. So I was nervous as shit, but like once I started, um, I got into a groove and from the positive feedback that I got, man, there's so many people that reached out to me and, uh, even the guy that was running it, I did a governor's podcast, um, you know, their studio and uh, it went really well. You know, I didn't uh, I watched back and I wasn't uh, I wasn't mortified with like the camera angle. I wasn't mortified on like with the shit I was talking about. Um, I kept it interesting. And uh, yeah, I'm just it's a new thing that I'm going to be doing. So, yeah, Primal Scream with Nick Raystone. Right now it's on uh, Tuesdays at uh nine o'clock but that's until september then i'm going to shift over to thursdays at nine. oh uh also primal scream obviously for anyone that doesn't know nick is a huge molly crew fan so that definitely yeah <laughs> is an homage right yeah absolutely it was definitely uh like a tip of the hat to them i was gonna do this side of the wild side but i felt like primal scream covers more bases i feel like wild side would have just been like all right, he's just going to go up there and get crazy and talk nonsense. But felt like Primal Scream could talk about, like, everything. So I thought it was a cool name. Plus, I dig the song, and that's no, why I picked it. No, no, no shout-out to anything from Generation Swine, I guess. <laughs> afraid. <laughs> I was very afraid yesterday. <laughs> you could have done On With The Show, man. That would be great. Oh, uh, dude, on with, you know what? On With The Show, actually, I did that a long time ago. I had a... a uh, a public access TV show that I did out of my basement that was on cable vision and it was called on with the show. Oh, that's great. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't Not know. Do it. It's probably for the best. I didn't know the type of celebrity that we had on this show. That's basically... no, dude. <laughs> EF list. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just joking. Oh. But shout out to Marion Cobretti in the back too. I see him sneaking oh, yeah, up behind yeah. you. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Joe, uh, man, I, I love this second win that Outburst has gotten. I know you're I wish I was in town to go hang out with you. Uh, you guys are playing Knockdown Center with uh, Sick of It All. Um, Life, Life of Agony, Agony Pain uh, of Truth. Long and, Island Boys. Yeah, Pain of Truth. And yeah, regulate. Uh, regulate. Yeah, I'm um, so, going to be. Yeah, it's going to be on August 27th. Um, you'll be out of town, I guess. I think so. Yeah. Oh, you'll be there. OK, see yeah. you there. Oh, Come up and say hello. And uh, yeah, it's been a crazy ride. I mean, um, not too many, not too many um, stories of like second lives, especially for a New York hardcore band from the '80s, late '80s, early '90s, and then for it for it to have lasted this long and like, you know, we got like a a, a I don't want to say tribute, but we got a cover album out of it with all the new bands from this generation, and you know. Documentary made and a re-release, Blackout Records. Thank you, Darren Nanos. Thank you, Bill Wilson. Um, and you know, starting in 2019 or 2020, um, it's been a second. It's been a pretty cool, like second second wind. Yeah, man. Um, you know, and then um, making friends with you know guys like Power Trip and you know all the new newer bands and getting um, we met Speed back in April from Australia. Um, and you know they did this little nice documentary. They were like, oh, you know. I'm going to try to do an Australian accent. Um, you know, Outbest was like carved in my brain well, when I was learning about, you know, hardcore back in the day. Like, that's how. Uh, hey, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, so it's been nice to, you know, kind of be an influence. 
I think influential is kind of like an underrated thing because you can be influential and no one's ever heard of you. But yeah. when, when other bands have, you know, mentioned you and dropped your name, it's kind of cool that um, a new generation uh, uh, get hears the name, maybe goes to Spotify or, or Apple, checks it out. You know, that's that's kind of like a six degrees of like, you know, how'd you hear about this band? You know, I, I never heard of them. And then, you know, our goal is to have Post Malone. Yeah. Um, we're, <laughs> we're one degree away from Post Malone because I see him wearing sicko at all stuff. Yeah. He hangs out with Power Trip. He's hung out with Speed. So we're just we're right there. So I'm just, I'm just going to say this about Post Malone. I didn't know what he sounded like at all. I just saw, you know, I, he's just a guy like I don't I, I didn't yeah. really know or care that much. But like, OK, cool. Salute to you for doing your thing. Uh, me and my girlfriend were eating dinner somewhere and I think it's like Sayville and they had like the music blasting and it was like it was like a playlist that sounded like Fleet Foxes and the Shins like it just sounded like shit from Brooklyn from like 2010 and like this song popped on she's like oh that's Post Malone I was like it is I'm like that's <laughs> Post Malone I'm like I just pictured like somebody who rapped but I guess he doesn't rap anymore yeah, it's like that sing songy kind of yeah, auto tune, whatever. No, but it it's is. not yeah. even that anymore. It's like literally, like you could have told me it was the Fleet Foxes or like Grizzly Bear or oh, like really? any random ass like fucking like hipster playlist <laughs> from 2010. Yo, it's fucking kind of bugged out. But yo, so shout out to them. You know, maybe we'll get him on the show yeah. once once he shouts out outbursts. So. There you go. Last year, man, I think he's fucking doing you know something different, and I I kind of I dig it. He connects with people like I mean, like, listen, Joe Rogan just posted him on Instagram and he was just like, oh, my God, the show is amazing. And I'm, I mean, not that Rogan knows anything about music, but, <laughs> no, you know, he's pretty he, bad. Now uh, they put out it's a picture of those two together. And it's like you strike up a conversation with somebody hanging out of Jackie Riley's at 3 a.m. Oh, like, yeah. I'm like, you know, mugging out or whatever. I love it. But so going back to what you were saying about influence, too, before we move on, uh, you know, to go back to Metallica. I mean, the first place I heard the Misfits were when they covered them, you know, and 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 I think that I think Glenn said it, too, like that, you know, the Mis uh, Metallica covering uh, Last Crescent Green Hell really like brought like a brand new wave of, of yeah. kids. And that was me. Like when I heard it on Garage Days, I was like, oh, this is fucking amazing. So, yeah. Um, Langan, which, which uh, was all Cliff's doing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Cliff sure. put them on all. Yeah, put man. the misfits on all three of those guys' radar. I well, think. I I try to um after the show, like I tried to explain to my girlfriend because she was she she was kind of lost about the band members and stuff, and I was like, yeah, that's cool. But then of course I put on Cliff them all, and I was like, listen to for whom the bells toll here. Like this is like the shit. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and, and I just want to say, Joe claims Kirk, so you know the Filipinos. We I'll, claim Kirk. That's yeah, right. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I, I sat next to like six Filipinos. Like it was amazing. I wanted oh. to like. I I didn't know if I should mention your name. I didn't know if you know how small the community <laughs> is, but like it was like a line. It was just like I was like, yo, this is the, everyone's here rocking with Kirk. But um, so, OK, let's talk about our experience at the show, because it, it, at first I didn't really want to go. And Langan, I, I want to bring it to you because you brought your son and all of a yeah. sudden your son is really into music. He's doing like guitar. I don't know. What is that? Guitar school or something? School rock. Yeah, that's it, that's bass. it. Yeah. yeah. So like, I mean, like just just I mean, and you posted a video of him singing King Nothing, which then like, you know, it's to all us old guys were like, OK, this is what it's about. Like, maybe we don't like the song King Nothing that much, but like you see it through the kid's eyes. So, yeah. you know, tell 100, us a hundred percent, man. It was like it was one of the best nights of my life. It was outstanding. It was uh, it was the first band he seen where he knew he knew the tunes going there which is such a big deal you know what i mean because i i dragged him to maiden just so he could see it and this but he didn't know it so he's going to this show knowing the songs ready to sing along and a big arena show like this you know metallica it's always an 11 out of 10 production wise you know if you're in a casual fan if you're not a fan is it, you're going to be entertained it's 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 perfect so, uh, yeah, when they would, uh, I've definitely ch changed my uh, grumpy old Metallica man fan, <laughs> you know, and it, the certain things they always bitch about, you know, the Black Album and 
you know, I've come to like, I, I don't feel that way about it. I'll never like load, reload or say anger really that much. You know, that's not going to change. But as far as like King Nothing, not a, not a big song of mine or whatever, but he knew it. He knew the words and vibing off of his reaction to it and me flashing back to the first real show I ever saw was Metallica on the Justice Tour with uh, Queensryche. So I'm twice on that tour. So that whole experience in my head, it just made it like just, I mean. Full circle, perfect. man. Yeah, it was so, really, it was it was one of the best nights of my life. So Nick, Nick has a daughter. Uh, yep. so Zoe, right? Yes. So you bring her, like she's kind of young too, and you bring her literally everywhere from like, this, you went to the horror convention th- this weekend. You, you took a picture with Snoop Dogg, which I think is fucking amazing. Uh, and <laughs> did she go to Metallica with you or not? No, not this one, man. Like, uh, she wants to go the next time because she hears me talking about it. You know, she hears my uh, her mom talking about it. You know, my her uh, her mom's fiance is a diehard Metallica fan. So I want to bring her to it. I just didn't bring her this time. So um, I went with uh, a couple of different friends each night, and um, yeah. It was cool. It was, it was it was awesome. I was very impressed, like you know, Lanigan said about the the stage setup is always something to see, um, and it just proves right now that Metallica is the king of the hill right now as far as metal bands out there doing it well, still having the respect, and I feel like even with this new album, it's really fucking good, man. Like it's some of the best stuff that they've put out in a long time. And some of those new tunes work well with the older stuff. You know, and I was happy to hear some of those new tunes. Great mixture. And we'll get to like, I, I wanted to, to you know, go through both set lists, like towards like the middle of the show. So we yeah, can yeah. kind of close out with it. Um, but let's talk about the first night, because all three of you guys went to the first night. Nick, you went to both, right? Yeah. So who wants to talk about Mammoth? I, you're you're um, a big. Yeah. I, I didn't go in for that. Okay, so, uh, I mean, Joe, you're one of the biggest Van Halen fans on the planet. You're such a big Van Halen fan that you think Van Hagar's good. I, <laughs> yes. I and everybody, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm never go- giving that grudge up. I'm <laughs> taking that one to the grave. <laughs> Are we going there again? With <laughs> So how, how was, uh, how did Wolfie do? Uh, yeah, so actually... On the way in, I'll just backtrack a little bit. The confusion was because according to like, you know, the flyers, it looked like Pantera was a smaller print and Mammoth was above it and then Metallica. So we're like, man, that can't be right. Why is Pantera opening up for Mammoth WVH? They've only been around for like one album. And so driving in, my buddy was who I went with was like looking at the you know, Reddit and things like that for like clues, like because we were stuck on the jersey um Jersey Turnpike trying to like get to the stadium like everybody else. And we Sounds had about right. Sounds about right. Window of oh. time. Right. So eventually someone said no, because this is the first show of the U.S. tour. Right. So there's no precedent. So we're like, man, if Mammoth is going to be uh, ahead of Pantera, we better get there before, you know, with, with plenty of time to see Pantera's set. The whole can, I, set. Can, can I cut you off for one second yeah. and just tell you that is the craziest conclusion that I've ever heard in my life. But go ahead. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Right. And well, so, on what planet would that ever happen? Go exactly, ahead. but you know that's the way it looks on the poster, on little yeah. uh, you know graphics. So we're like, well, I don't know. Usually, when the it's from top to bottom, right? The headliners on top, and then they I have think the I think I think Wolfie made the flyer, but that's besides the point. Totally possible. Um, yeah, and so what wound up happening is we got through our parking spot through security, and it was like spot six thirty, and Mammoth. Um, you had heard like someone's like, you know, like strumming the guitar and we didn't know cause we couldn't see the field yet. Um, not even like the end zone or anything like that. So people started like running who were like in, you know, in the, in the outskirts of the stadium, we ran and we're like, Oh wait, that's, that guy's too fat to be Phil. But it turns out, <laughs> it turns Close. out. Phil, yeah. Yeah. Phil, can catch up. Phil got a little beer belly after all these years, <laughs> so, but we had to look because, um, you know, they had, as I'm going to describe it now for everybody who's listening, Metallica stage plus the openers had a circular stage at the 50-yard line with, like, poles of video screens so that yeah. literally everybody could see what was going on. Yeah. Great, great so, production. Yeah. So mm. once we got 
the visual that that was Wolfie. Like the, during the like thirty seconds into the first song, I'm like, oh, this is Mammoth. All right, cool. So now we can go to the, we can go to the merch line with time to spare. Yeah. You want to get some food, but you can still hear it the way the way you Met can Life, still hear it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The way MetLife Stadium is is like you know constructed, you can hear it fine. So we got to the merch. Twenty minutes. It wasn't that bad. So we got to Mammoth about three or four songs in. And uh, if if you're asking me like how they were, they sounded really tight. Like the, their drum. I'm not familiar with the personnel, but I know Wolfie has like you know he's got this like I could play like a Prince feel to him. He could play guitar, he could sing, he could play um the drums. I think he has Jay Z Pearl in the band. Is that? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I just figured he's in every band. Yeah. So yeah. So the, I mean, for yeah. Van Halen fans, he didn't do any Van Halen songs. He's trying to like set his own legacy, mm-hmm. stand on his own too. Yeah. Which you, which I expected, you know, that's totally fine, and I'm sure Eddie would have liked it that way. Um, so probably a lot Promoting of Van Halen's new album just yeah, came out that right. day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that day. But um, but that gave me a like a barometer for the sound of the you know the, the stadium because the last concert I went to at MetLife was Guns N' Roses in 2016, mm-hmm. and it sounded really good. Like even like Lenny Kravitz who was the opener it sounded great, but the way the stage was set up. The you know it was like the the amps are coming at everybody at every angle, so I kind of got a good feel for the sound. Cool. I wish you know we're gonna. I don't know how you fe- you guys feel. I about did, it, yeah. I-, I I loved it. I I thought it was like a really cool production and all of that other stuff. So yeah, I mean, just the fact that like when you're there, um, everyone could see everything. You're not like sitting in the corner. Yeah. Like when I whenever I see like you know ticket prices or like seating availability, there's like one that's like behind the stage, <laughs> some shit, and you're like right fuck are you yeah. doing that should be that should cost two dollars if you want to go <laughs> sit there you know it's like the, when they sell that front row in the movie theaters you're like just give these tickets away because no one wants them like no one's gonna sit I, here so I, I thought it was really nice of metallica to put mammoth on that yeah Even just put them on the opening slot the opening Absolutely. opening mm-hmm. slot you know yeah um so but i thought they were good you know they weren't like terrible like i can't wait to go to the bathroom or you know i did go to merch out of you know because i didn't want to miss pantera yeah, but definitely yeah. reason why. But I was able to hear like maybe sixty percent of the set from my seat, and, and they were good. Good, uh, Nick. Uh, so let's go to Pantera. Nick, what do you think of, of their set, dude? I said it last night on my podcast, and like, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I had tears in my eyes, dude, because any time that I've ever heard that Pantera were going to do something without Dime or without uh, Vinny. I was like, why are you going to fucking drag this legacy through the mud just for a cash grab? I feel like this was their redemption. I, uh, You know, Phil had so much negative press throughout the years. Oh, yeah. I feel with being blamed to breaking up the band, to all the other shit that he did, he did not phone it in, man. Like, he was into it. The crowd was into it. Great set list. Um they fucking rocked, man. Like I loved every minute of it. And what, what was, I, I was, what, what was Zach because Zach is a totally different tone. Yeah. Than and it wasn't like Pantera featuring Zach Wild. It was Zach Wild trying to emulate Dime Sound, and he did a really fantastic job. And you know, Charlie, Charlie's a session drummer, man. He can play. He's fucking great. You know, I love Charlie beneath it. So like, I feel like they picked two. Uh, Suitable guys for the role, and um, they gave Pantera fans a treat. Very cool, Langan. What, what did you think? Yeah, I thought they were they were great. Uh, I was I don't know where you guys were. I was up in the nosebleeds and stuff, but uh, it was it, it sound it didn't the sound I thought was a little off. I didn't love the sound how they sounded, but as far as the band goes, they were tight as shit. Uh, Charlie was amazing. Zach did justice. I was taping. I was taping the solos, sending them to Jeff. And he's like, "Send me the solos. I'll forward it to Zach." I'm like, "What's well, so we can hear what it sounds like from a shitty phone, like on top of the yeah MetLife Stadium." You know what? Uh, Pay for it, it too. I didn't film anything? Of it. I said I didn't film anything of it because I was so caught up in it, and just in the moment, I'm like, "Holy shit!" Three quarters done. I didn't even take one picture, so I had to scramble at the end just to take a picture of that, like just to have, you know, but. Yeah, man. Like, I was on the floor for them. I'm concerned about Phil getting like athlete's foot or something. He needs to put some shoes on out there. (laughs) Yeah, what? Honestly, like uh, we're watching backstage pictures of him in the bathroom. Same, like no shoes on. I was gonna, I couldn't take it, man. Yeah, (laughs) I'm like, 
you know, I, maybe it's swamp life that he's used to, but you know, like we're, but like we're watching, I, I wanted to see like some of the footage and I went to YouTube and my girlfriend's like, why does Phil have no shoes on? I'm like, it's a good question. Yeah, I like, no like he was at like he was at the beach or something, you know? Yeah, right. He's like Rollins. He was doing the Rollins thing, I think. Yeah, you know? he was point break. <laughs> uh, yeah. what one thing I like to add about Pantera, well, two things actually, but for the for the visuals for people who didn't catch the night one um set with Pantera, uh, on Charlie's kit for his double bass, he had Dime and yeah. Vinny's faces. On the on the front outward facing skins, that was really nice, like a, a tribute to the brothers, you know. Yeah, uh, I thought that yeah. was pretty cool. Um, and then Zach's yeah, best too. Yeah, had a yeah, yeah, both of them on Face, it too. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, yeah, Charlie Benanti, like, and Zach, like, I think there was a couple times during like Mouthful War or or fucking Hostile where like I, I'd close my eyes, I'm like, this sounds pretty much just like the record. And yeah. I think Nick had said it like it's like you're amazed by like these two guys, these they're filling in. I mean, they are playing two other guys' stuff, but it, they they did it. They must have been. There must have been some good practices, man, because yeah. they got it like tight, you know. Yeah, absolutely. They sure did. And I'm glad fun. we got to see him though, because I don't think it's gonna, you know, it's gonna run its course, like you and, know. And I think it should. Opportunity. I think it, it should. Yeah, I think. 100%. I think like let it ride out this way. Like there, there's no summer festivals perfect for that yeah, yeah like I, I don't want to see this like in two years and three years like it's just like not one you know. i don't think i don't think you will so um all right yeah and then the the first night first of all <laughs> man uh let's compare some some of these songs here um because i was looking oh wait can i just sorry to interrupt you sam but did did anybody go to prong or catch oh up, yeah yeah uh... yeah yeah I didn't I go. Had, I, we were there early, but we were eating. And I was like, "Do you want to hear them?" He's like, "I don't know them." And I was like, "Whatever." You know, I've seen them a million times. But did you guys see? I got there mad early, and what happened was they p- tried to put me in this parking spot, which was kind of a ways away, and I wanted to get closer to where Prong was so I could tailgate and listen to them. And I'm driving, and I see these two kids standing by this sign that says "Meteor and Press," <laughs> and I just drive up, and I'm like. Oh yeah, I'm with the media. And they're like, "Oh, right this way, sir." And it oh. was literally the fucking <laughs> where you walk in to watch the bands. So that's great. If they would ask me who I was. I would nice. just be Art Mooney. Yeah. yeah, Art Mooney. Oh yeah, I'm Art Mooney. <laughs> so did anybody? Did anybody catch the set? Because I, I didn't did. myself. Oh, you did. Nah. Yeah, it was good. They sounded great. Because um, yeah. I was telling the two guys I was coming in with my buddies. I'm like who don't really know prong from anything. Maybe they know snap your fingers from like ECW theme song or something back in the nineties. But, um, you know, Tommy, Vic- five minutes about, uh, I don't know, 12, 13 songs, maybe. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So Tommy Victor, uh, used to be the sound man at CBGB's. Yeah. For, and I knew him from Sunday matinees when we would play. And he was so nice to us, you know, a little snot nosed kids, playing trying to play new york hardcore on a freaking sunday afternoon <laughs> and he would just like you know he would do our soundboard tapes and you know, during sound checks he was like so like forthcoming and really friendly like how does that sound to you so i'm i would always see him like you know every show and shake his hand and say what's up but i knew him as a sound guy from cbs and then when that was kind of around the time when prong was kind of making their bones right um so i was like oh it's amazing and then they got like in the early 90s they really took off um and so a- I, I oh no god no, I was gonna say I would have loved to, to go see them and maybe even like, hey, you remember me? But probably not. Yeah. But um, but I was yeah, I was stuck on the turnpike for for, for prong. So unfortunately, you know, I uh, couldn't couldn't catch our set. We we all were we all were for sure. But and he looks great too. Like an an older guy definitely has to be. And I, we just saw prong because they played with the obituary and and black label, right, Langan at yeah, Irving yeah. Plaza, and they were great. Yep. You know, tight like, as hell, always. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um. All right. So you know, to to I'll give you my experience with 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 second day real quick, and then we'll we'll talk about the set list. You know, um, man, uh, I wasn't gonna go, but you know, we're hanging out. Like I played a show at Rockaway Beach on Saturday, and my fucking girlfriend, who's never mentioned Metallica in her whole fucking life that we've been dating. 
we're we're like sitting there. She's like, I really wanted to go to the Metallica show. And I'm like, are you fucking out of your mind right now? It's like Saturday. I'm like, we could have gone yesterday. She's like, I don't know. I would have gone. And I'm like, really? Like, fucking really? Like, you never in your life have ever said, hey, can we listen to Blackened? You know what I mean? (laughs) Is that the reason or just random? Was one of her friends going or is it just random? No, it was just like... I don't even know. I think she was just kind of like pummeling me about shit. And that was like one of them. And and I really wanted to go see Metallica. So then like we're driving home from Rockaway and we go get dinner at a diner. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck. In my head, I'm thinking like, fuck this shit. And I go to Facebook and I'm like, sell me sell me your Metallica tickets for tomorrow. And then a friend of mine hit me up. He's like, I have two that I'm not even using. You could have them. I was like, awesome. all right, I guess we're going. And she's like, we are. And she's like, I have a birthday party to go to tomorrow. And I was uh, like, I called the bluff. I've, <laughs> and I was like, what time is your birthday party? She's like, yeah. one. I'm like, okay, exactly. They fucking probably play at nine o'clock. So you got eight hours. Let's go. <laughs> so anyway, so we go. I really would have loved to have seen Overkill and Metallica. But that was like 3 p.m. in a what? parking lot. That's it? On yeah. that lineup? That's yeah. all you wanted to hear? What? I don't even know who was. Oh, Ice Nine Kills. I've never heard and, uh Five Finger. Five, five finger, finger Death yeah. Punch. Two bands I don't really know much about. But, I, I, you know, bless their hearts. I'm sure they're good at what they do. I just didn't want to. I had no interest. So that alleviated the pressure of, like, rushing there. So we mm-hmm. went, and uh, by the time we got there, there was no parking in in the stadium anymore. Yeah, talking. We had yeah, so we were like fucking like we didn't know what to do, and like uh, uh, our pod partner Parker was there, and he's like, "Oh, Five Finger just ended," and it was like seven and change when they ended, and I'm thinking like, "Fuck," I'm like, "Maybe it's Sunday. Maybe Metallica is gonna go on early. Maybe they'll do eight thirty. So I'm like fucking stressing. They're like, oh, you got to go park at American Dream. And I'm like, oh, my God. But like all of us, it's like fucking like it, it's just insane. Right. And then we we have to walk over on this bridge and I'm like fucking angry. And like, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> but then we find our seats and we sit down. Good, good, like unobstructed seats, probably at 830. And I'm like, OK, ready to go. And, you know, lo and behold, there were still 30 minutes till they even fucking played. And I was like, ah, whatever. Like, I didn't really care. By that time, I was like pretty fucking I was happy to have just made it. And uh, there was something, you know, like I just knew that we were going to get two hours of magic. Uh, right. And uh, man, just great. So uh, looking at the set list for the first show and the second show, I know um, the two openers, one was Creeping Death and then we got Whiplash. Uh just out of curiosity, going around the room, Langan, who won? Oh, uh, for me, I was glad I got creeping death. But your package, your your first three out the gate, um, I was pretty jealous. That was a pretty. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go back and forth. So we'll, we'll talk about them. So you're 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 gonna go with creeping death, right? Yes. Nick. Creeping death. Joe, that's a tough one, man. It's like um, I'll I'll take the one you don't want because they are both amazing songs. So yeah, I would have been fine with Whiplash also. What's a better sure. start of a of show course. though? What's you know what's the better start? You think well, that's what I'm saying. I, I've seen I've seen them a, a bunch of times and they open with Creeping Death, yeah. but I've never seen them open with Whiplash. Yeah. So you know it's like uh, man and a little envious there, but Creeping that's- Death's great, you know. No, that that's a good point. I've I've seen them a bunch of times, and I've I don't think I've ever seen them do Whiplash, or they did maybe once. Yeah. Uh, but they always do Creeping Death because right. it's it's such a good chant in the middle of the song that everyone's like, you know, like it gets you like riled up. If uh, I could tidbit to that though, I really really miss Jason Newstead on those two tunes when yeah. he used to play those songs and sing the parts and stuff and. Get those fucking die chants going. No dissing Rob, man. He's he's great, but like those yeah. are new sticks, dude. I love him when he plays it. Not new sticks. I know it's you know the original Cliff, but Newstead owned those tunes, man. 
Absolutely. could thank you could thank Echo Brain for all of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Brain>. true. <laughs> Man, I talk about a very, very bad decision. But anyway, <laughs> so you know what I love? I love the song Harvester of Sorrow. Me, me too. too. Great. So if you ask me, that's one of the best songs. First of all, there, I think Injustice for All is the best album on the planet. So I think that's my favorite Metallica album. Is right. So, yep. so Langan, you guys got Harvester. We got Ride the Lightning. And I'll tell you right now, I'll just skip to my answer. Harvester all the way. I don't know what you think. It's so hard because I want both of those songs in my that list you know what i mean <laughs> it didn't happen that way but as far as just ah uh, yeah i was happy to get harvester of sorrow because uh um i know how to play that song i got a lot of history with that song i was happy. i would have loved the 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 ride the lightning or that that guitar solo and shit to have heard that too but, amazing uh, amazing yeah yeah so uh so i i'm guessing nick you're going with harvester as well right yeah yeah for sure joe yeah, uh, clean sweep because the rarity of them even playing an album cut from yeah from Justice, which is not black and or one, you know, and and for like Harvester, like if they had done Freight Ends of Sanity, you'd be like, whoa, that's something, whoa. you know, yeah, something yeah. like that, you know. But Harvester yeah. is just right up there with the obscurity of like Harvester was a big cut though because they did. I remember the twelve inch when it came out with what with bread fan on the prints in the back and, and that pus head artwork, it had yeah. its own t-shirt and everything. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, like, Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. When the album came out, yep, it yep, was yep. big. And then over the years, it kind of became like you said, Joe, like, you know, a little bit of a forgotten cut. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. It, it had just, its own it, artwork. It's such a great riff. Like, it's just like pure, like, you know, for a band that had so much speed, like when that song dropped, it was like, yeah. it was just like, dun, 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 and the line, dun. let the beatings begin on a <laughs> yeah. live scenario. It's fucking dope. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so continuing to go, uh, holier than thou and for whom the bell stole. I mean, like that's a clean sweep, right? <laughs> oh yeah. 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 See what I love about Sunday is those three songs together though. Yeah. Something about that. That's a, that's a powerful trio right there. To come yeah. out the gate as a as a whole, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I so you, I I saw. One. I don't, did you guys any any of you guys go to Orion Festival when they did the Black no. Album? Okay, so that was an amazing festival. Um, it was two nights in Atlantic City, and they did the Black Album in its entirety, and then they did Ride the Lightning. Those were the two that they picked. It was probably like twenty ten or something. Um, and then like I don't know why I didn't go to that. And fucking um, Lars curated the whole thing. That's why Ghost was on it. Gaslight Anthem, Arctic mm -hmm. Monkeys, fucking Suicidal. Like, uh, yo, just like, like it literally was like my fucking iPod at that time. And uh, it was just amazing. So, like, I it was fun to watch those. Um, but, like, when they play for whom the bells, I mean, listen, it, it it's Sunday. I'm watching them and they fucking hit me hard. They just hit me with whiplash. They fucking hit me with fucking. Uh, the hell did I say? Bro, ride the lightning. Ride, ride, the, ride the lightning and, bell, and I'm just yeah. like, whoa. You know, it, it, by that time, I knew I was going to get hit with something like memory remains, which is what happened. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm due. Yeah, do. but like by then it's like you're like tickling my balls. I'm about to come and like anything feels good. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm listening to memory. Memory remains. I'm like, you know what? It ain't that bad. Did you sing yeah. along? Did you do the Marianne Faithful part with everybody? I did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but like, it, yo, you that know, what? works live. Though. It ju it just hits differently when when you hear it live and like the whole crowd is like singing these songs and stuff so but i i wanted to do like the first three is there anything else like uh like langan in particular for your night that was like a highlight for you as far as like the set list of of all the songs they played the of, of like yeah. everything yeah um well i i gotta say i was happy i got the master of puppets closer yeah uh you know over sandman obviously um yeah. oh yeah yeah and uh thank god but i i i am i do wish of, of the 72 season song i got the the screaming suicide i wish i heard that maybe in as a, in opposed to like shadows follow or something but again 
it it was all good, man. Fuel isn't a Metallica song that I ever fucking listened to, you know what I mean? But in that live scenario with the pyro going off, my boy having a good time, like it was wonderful, man. You know, like awesome. In context so, uh, of the the context of the evening of the moment you were in it, right? You were. All I was up. all about it, man. They yeah. could, you know, and I and I really, I really, uh, was having a moment. Just uh, you know, take. I took for granted their existence because what a big deal in my life they were for a long period of time. And then they weren't. And then, you know what I mean? And I just, I'm so glad that they're still out there and they're still putting shows on and I'm so, so grateful for it. And again, I, I, uh, the, the 72 seasons when we first reviewed it, me and Sam were talking about it was okay with it. I didn't picture myself going back to it, but it really is a, a fucking strong record. Uh, so I was if they if they went into the newer shit, whenever they did, I was I was okay. I was ready for it, you know. Yeah, I thought for sure. Uh, Nick, anything? Uh, you know, you went to both nights, so, it, so I I, I got I want to ask you, yeah, like what what did what did you prefer? I love the well. I I did a tally and I canceled out the three new songs that they put because I didn't care to hear one more than the other. Um. I just wanted to see how they fit with the uh, the new stuff, with the old stuff. But playing Orion, I fucking lost my mind because I've never heard that live before. And even the second night when they played uh, Paul to Cthulhu, like, I just, those are two rarities, man. So I thought that was very cool that they could play those songs. And I was disappointed with just one thing. I've never heard Leopard Messiah before live. I thought that I was due because they started playing it in Europe for the beginning of this tour and they switched it out. It was like their third song, like every other set. And I thought it was coming, man. And it didn't. And I was just disappointed with that, but that's okay, man, because anytime they come around, I'm going to go and hopefully one day I'll be able to hear that song. But Solid set, man. Like both nights, but yeah, I, I'm I'm happy that I got to hear Orion. Yeah, for sure. Um, and 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 it's funny. Like I think out of the newer stuff, um, the one song that I really just don't like on the album is the one that they played that night, uh, which was which was Burn. I think it's called Burn. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh must, you must burn. Yeah. 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 I, That's listen. your least favorite on the on it, that record. Right? It is. Yeah. When we ranked it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But neither, like, neither night, neither, uh, neither crowd, neither day had uh, screaming suicide though, right? Because I looked this no set list. I don't know if they played it yet. Even I don't know, if my son was here, he'd know. Like he could correct me because he's been following the the European shit. But I don't know yeah. if they oh, had played no, it no, at no. all. Yeah, you're right because it was like Lux the second, and I love Too Far Gone, so I'm glad we got that. I think that's a really mm-hmm. good song. You know, it's, oh yeah, and, um, Sanitarium. I was happy to hear that. Yeah. And uh, so, Joe, give me some highlights. Yeah, let me just respond to Nick. So Sanitarium was a day two. We missed that. But we got Fate to Black on our night, yeah. um, which mm. was kind of like the fine. Yeah. You know, that's like one or the other. They're both like um, the build up and everything and this, the brooding stuff. So we got Fate to Black at least. Um, but I was happy that we got um, Battery and Master Fuck yeah. Yeah. On on our night. And I just felt a little bit of, you know, sadness for all the, the uh, Stranger Things people who went on day two and, you know, was hoping to hear that because they had just gotten into Metallica or they saw that season and, you know, they were all into it because they, that's the thing with no repeats is they try to get you out to both nights and so you don't miss anything. Um, but Sad But True was good, was a number that was really I good. Lo- I love Sad But True. Sad But True mm. is probably my favorite song off the Black Album with like maybe I, the God I agree. Failed. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, uh, yeah. God, that feels great. For me, sad but true is ruined by Kid Rock because every time I hear it, I just want to bust into American Band <laughs> and see the fake Undertaker ride out in his Harley. So I get uh, I easily distracted, but it's still a great song. I forgot that he did that, so thank you. Now it's ruined. I take that back. <laughs> I forgot. And I totally <laughs> forgot too. Right, man. I totally forgot that that was uh, even like a fucking thing. <laughs> Whatever you can't forget, see. Next thing you're oh. gonna, next thing you're gonna do is you're gonna ruin Warren Zevon for me. Uh, I was, yeah. I was bummed that I didn't get one, only because I love the, 
the strobe light gunshot thing or whatever. And I kind of told my son, I was like, I was really hoping he saw that shit. You know what I mean? Because they, I remember at the big four show at Yankee Stadium, it was fucking intense. The fireworks fucking going off. And, yeah. But say Levy, you know, what are you going to do? I got tickets. We got tickets for both nights for the Austin live stream at um, the Island 16 Cinema. So me and him are going to see uh, both night one and night two, the movie oh, that's theater. Cool. When is yeah. that? Uh, the 18th 19th and 20th. And, yeah, that one. 18th yep. and 20th. It's, it's cool. uh, you can see it the night of, or they're replaying it the night after. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, yeah, both nights. I'm gonna. I'm thinking about going, but I'm wondering if, like, if I go only one night, will I get the same exact set that I saw? You know, I don't know. I don't know how they're doing their set lists. Um, night to night. I think they're gonna pop shit in and out here and there and tinker with sense. it. If, yeah. if the European thing, what they did over there, is like a template of what they're gonna do here, I think there's gonna be. I mean, I think primarily it would be with a few like slide out these two slide in these two you know something like that what did I you did. guys think of the uh merch game at the uh i before we even get to first? the merch i want to finish with joe joe just give me yeah, more yeah like sorry a... oh i was gonna say one of the high another highlight was um well not really a highlight but kirk uh before nothing else matters he kind of you know how everybody takes oh, like, their yeah. their bathroom breaks and you know like lar uh lars and james need to go like take a piss so Trujillo and Kirk will do like a noodling thing. Yeah. Um, so I guess the other three guys got their little breather and, and Kirk did like a little um, solo, uh, like a little noodling thing, I guess they call it. Um, where he, You don't know what he's doing, but it sounds he's clean. He's got, you know, he's just picking stuff. And then he kind of works it into the beginning of what's coming next, which is uh, nothing else matters. So I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool how you weave that in there. And by the time he's they're starting to be intro to that. Like Lars still has time to, you know, tie his shoes or whatever, or drink his <laughs> five hour energy. Yeah. Um, just the planning that comes into that. Is it was kind of cool to see that. And then the other thing is to see the, the camera focus in on James because James does that solo and nothing else matters. And I remember when I first bought the black album, I was like, man, that's a really tasty solo by Kirk. And then you see the video you know, whatever, a couple of months later, I'm like, oh, that's that's Hetfield the whole time. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, nothing else matters. Hurls. Uh, that's my favorite part of the song. I don't, <laughs> that's all I remember. Whatever you sing, that is nothing else matters. Hurls. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that even means, but it's so great. Shout out to Kip Winger in that video makes a quick cameo. Uh, I have yeah. a little funny <laughs> story about nothing else matters. So nothing else matters was my wedding song. You know, obviously, we didn't go the distance. We're divorced, <laughs> but we're friends now, so we fuck with each other here and there. So I was drunk, and they started playing it, and I drunk texted my ex-wife, and it was a choice between "Nothing Else Matters" and "Motley Crue Without Me." So I texted her, and I'm like, "Man, I'm so glad that we picked Nothing Else Matters because I didn't want to mix business and pleasure, and you tainting the crew for the rest of my life." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's like, I'm glad you're having fun. I'm like, yeah, so yeah. great. So, so, good. so what's funny about like me trying to remember your email, right? Cause I messaged you and I'm yeah. like, I'm like, Nick, I'm like, no, is it demon scar? I'm like going back and forth. I'm like, God damn. I'm like stro scrolling. And I saw where you sent it to me. And I was like, of course, crew, crew punk. I'm like this motherfucker legit <laughs> as fuck with the crew, man. Crew Punk sixty nine. That was my also my AOL handle forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's about he's about that life. A life, man. About crew Punk sixty nine at AOL and Crew Punk sixty nine at Yahoo. Um. So yeah. All right. Just to, in quick closing here, I'm gonna just talk about like night two. What I really loved. Um. I didn't really think I would care, but the Thin Lizzy cover, I think it went over mm -hmm. very well. Whiskey in a jar. Yeah, it was cool. Like, I thought it was just I, I it was just like a very different variation to the set and stuff. And, uh, you know, them just uh, I don't know, just worked. It was like a really cool, like sprinkle in that set. And uh, then we get one, which like Langan said before, you got like the Johnny's got a gun, you know, whatever. I don't even know if that's right. the footage that they use, but just a lot of like firing stuff like that. And, you know, one is super special to me because it was the first video that I saw of theirs, of course, because that was their first video. 
And it really made me want to play music. I was like 10 watching them do this. And like, I wanted to be Kirk Hammett. That's what I wanted. I want to play guitar like that. And obviously I never ended up playing guitar like that, but you know, it was such an important song to me. So anytime they do it, it's just that whole ending and that fucking like double bass. And it's like unbelievable. But then they close that with enter Sandman, which is quite possibly like the worst song on the planet. (laughs) But boy, when they play it, like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe like 30% of the crowd, like that's the song. <laughs> because when they play it, it was deafening. Mm. Deafening. Like people were like, I mean, it just they really love it. So it's just, just amazing to fucking see. Well, you get your cross section of Mariana Rivera fans or Yankee yeah. fans. <laughs> yeah. Who yeah. just like, get all into it, and, yeah. you know, it, with, along with the fans of black album predominantly like when that's when they hopped on the bandwagon yeah and we're introduced right. to that so that's got the good um uh demographic to, f- yeah. to close with i guess no yeah listen i it they did something you know i'm in <laughs> i'm in a band and i don't have enter sandman so they did a thing they did a thing oh. so um merch game what, what did we get anything i Wait, got the one with the skulls on it and uh and i grabbed one in the parking lot too me too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I got a, and I got a great shirt for Zozo from the uh, parking lot. But I got a ball. Oh, oh you got shit. a ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so awesome. What happened was night one, it falls. They all fall except for one that was limp and three quarters deflated. <laughs> it falls straight down and the security guard's looking at it. So I'm like, give it to me. Give it to me. So he hands it to me. So I bear hug it. And I fucking all of a sudden, like five guys come at me and I'm like, get the fuck out of my way. And I'm like throwing my legs and I like just make a beeline to the exit <laughs> during that song. So uh, I ended up dragging it through the parking lot and I met my friends and I opened up the valve and everyone sat on it. and We deflated the rest of it. That's awesome. That's I just awesome. don't know what the fuck I'm going to do with it now. Uh, I mean, you got to you. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you you got mad shit, so you know. You, yeah. Oh man, it's big. It's real big. Like it's fucking like I don't even know, like ten feet fucking circumference, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's huge. That's big how, enough to take that's, a big enough to take a baby out. That's <laughs> yeah. That video. I love that video. But I didn't know that the balls were that big. That's pretty crazy. Oh, they're fucking huge, man. Big huh. balls. Big, big balls. Uh, um, what did you get, Joe? I got myself. Well, I have enough Metallica T-shirts, so I was looking towards the the winter. So I got myself the the hoodie, the zip up hoodie. I wish it was pullover, but you know the the logo, the um the yellow M, was on the um the chest insignia. And then on the back, there was two versions of it, and I got. You could either get the crib that's um that the seventy two seasons album cover where the eighteen year old breaks out, um or the silhouette of uh, i guess metallica's shadow standing in a tunnel or something it kind of looks like overkill's feel the fire um cover mm. um because they're all like it looks exactly like the same pose of four guys in the shadows so i got that one um and that was like 90 bucks and then i got my kid the event shirt which is like uh metlife stadium and the dates um and the picture of the arena on the back and in the parking lot um, because me and my friends hang out in the parking lot because we knew it was going to be hell to get out of there. So we got out of there and they wanted 20 for the bootlegs, uh, which was like, um, I don't know if it was on sale on the inside. I'm not sure if it was that, that, um, same shirt, but it had the lyrics to screaming suicide yeah. on it. Um, and it looked, looked like a puss head, uh, artwork design. And then the they dates on the back. Inside. Yeah. So that was like a custom job, right? Like somebody yeah. like, you know, um, put that together That's- for this. Yeah, I saw it. It was nice looking. But by the time we waited them out, because you know, the the parking lot's thinning out, and they want to get rid of their stuff. Um, I got mine for fifteen bucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, that's good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> they throw in a bag of weed with it, or, or not so much. Not this time. <laughs> Maybe yeah. <laughs> yeah. So real quick, in in closing, Langan, how long did it take you to get from your seat to like a main highway? Oh, leaving there? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't have a, even a good number. Time started to 
to just not matter anymore. Like I just like to, I'm like I guess we're just gonna live here now. Yeah. You know? Okay. <laughs> I, don't know. I was wondering. It was Nick. just chaos. First night five minutes. Second night two and a half hours. How did oh. you get five minutes? Oh, because you, you were the. Press? Oh, he had the hooked up spot the first time. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. I was with the media. <laughs> All right. Oh man, that, yeah. that that's why karma served you on day two. Uh, day day <laughs> two was first. I actually banged in from like the parking lot. Yeah, that's great. Good job, yeah. Joe. Yeah, about ninety minutes, I'd say. Me too. Um, before I got to the, you know, like the, like when the when the sands in the hourglass, kind of like you know you. There's the highway. Go from my seat. Yeah, about, about ninety minutes. About ninety minutes yeah. for yeah. yeah. For, That's it a took, good estimate. It yeah. took me. It took me ninety minutes to get there, uh, and it took. Yeah, it was just unbelievable. Like once, like we were waiting in the in the parking garage, and we were just like, I just couldn't even comprehend them. Like, how is no one moving right now? It doesn't even make sense. And we just sat there forever. So shout out to Parker. <laughs> Parker took an Uber there. We were talking to our, our our pod partner Brian Parker, and he is like, "Yeah, I took an Uber in and out." I'm thinking, like, "Holy shit, that sounds outrageous!" From Farmingdale to fucking like wherever MetLife is. What was that? Was it like one seventy or more? So a buck mm-hmm. each way, so two hundred. Okay. Yeah, with two guys. That's I'm saying when they add up tolls and gas, in fact, I, I, I don't even know why that guy charged it too little. Yeah, right. I would have charged more. Yeah. yeah. I would have been like, all right, I'm using your easy pass. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, cool, man. So listen, another uh another Metallica episode, another Metallica tour done. Um very last question here. Um in a perfect world, Langan, what's one song that you wish they would have done? Uh one. I would have for you. I wish yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Nick. Lap the Messiah. Okay, Joe. I know they would never do this for obvious reasons, but like jumping the fire would have been awesome to see. Yeah, you know, for the Kill 'Em All days, but that's a, that's a Mustaine song. Yeah. So I doubt they've ever done that after he left the band. Um, they might have, but yeah, that's like you know the Whiplash. It's that era of like Kill 'Em All. You're like, wow, I don't think I've ever seen this live. So I've never seen Whiplash live, or Something like Jump in the Fire, but they did do Seek and Destroy for us on on night one, which is cool. Which is great, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I got Blackened, and I think Blackened was my highlight to me. Like, like mm-hmm. that was the best thing from that night. So, if I were to pick a song that they that I wish they would do, title track Injustice for All. <laughs> That's my mm. shit. I fucking oh, yeah. love that song. It's so and and I get it where they talk about like, man, we never want to play these songs again because they're so long and yeah. everyone just stares at us. You know, I want to I want to say um, I was looking at the set list for night two and like I noticed I don't know if this is just my observation, but yeah, they did Blackened, which is like pretty intense for yeah. Lars, like a lot of timekeeping. Then they he could rest with whiskey in the jar. Yes, and, and then they did one rest. And then they rested with just Sam and if I was Lars, I'd plan it that way. Yeah, 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 absolutely. For sure. Uh, Cool, man. Yo, thanks for hanging out. Uh, Let's let's check out Nick's new podcast. Primal Uh, Yeah. Based on it's uh, like I said, Tuesdays, 9 p.m. It's going to be on my Facebook page and Gov's uh, Comedy Club. And uh, yeah, so that's coming out. Uh, Demon Scar. We got some new singles coming out. The Forest Hills is still in post-production hell right now, and we're trying to get that out. And um, and, and your picture. Yo, so when they were talking, or oh, you live near Rex, too. Fucking Joe, because, like, you guys are both, I guess you guys, right? Like, d- I live in, so I'm his neighbor from four towns over. Okay. Where, where, where do you live? Belmore. Oh, I'm in Belmore, dude. Oh, you really? Yeah, I'm right off of Jerusalem. Oh yeah, I'm off of Newbridge Road by Sebs. 
Oh, all right. And and so cool. um Josh is give you your addresses out the the yeah. fucking the public. The f- <laughs> yeah, you get a bum rush. There might be a second killer out there. <laughs> yeah, um, so so uh, what's funny is like your picture kind of went viral because they're talking about, to you. <laughs> they're talking to Nick and he's wearing like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre hat. Yo, and, yes. and, and our boy uh you know Gore-Tex from nonfiction, like you you know he's you know like a friend of ours he he's a rapper if anyone you know but it was just like a random thing and he messages me that picture and i was like you know i know that guy right he's like get the fuck out of here i was like yo 100 he's like yo tell him i'm a fan <laughs> that's awesome. it was just like just like, picture. like <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome maybe we can collab gore-tex you never know i'll wear that hat Oh, that's another yo here. Like another thing to continue, you're yes. playing with one of the insane pla- posse got insane. All right, so yeah. you're you're in a band called Demon Scar, which is like a metal band, uh, yeah. but then also you do like a hip hop thing under under Nizza, which yeah. is which is sh- uh, a combination of Nikki Six and Rizza. Yeah, guys. So, uh, tell us about the the, the Shaggy Two Dope. Is that the guy, right? Yeah. Uh, Shaggy Two Dope. Uh, it's September fifteenth. Um, I have like a twenty minute set, and I'm doing it with my uh, longtime collaborator with the hip hop stuff. His name is K Lovely, and uh, we got like four songs, and uh, we're gonna give it a go. He's never done it before. I just hid behind the bass and did my thing. So, yeah, just trying something new and see how it goes, man. You never know. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're <laughs> nice. you're you're in there. Uh... You know, I love people that do shit and you do shit, you know, whether it's helping the movie get made, you know, the Forest Hill stuff or whatever else you got going on, uh, the band, the hip hop stuff, the podcast, uh, you do a lot of lives and stuff. So, like, I love anyone that just does shit and you do shit. So we're a fan. I'm a fan of yours, too. And I'm just letting you know, bro, I'm, I'm playing Playing Dead on the podcast next week. You'll be the featured band because yeah. I'm going to pick each week and put them on there or put a band on last night i put wrecked on but you guys are up so awesome um, i appreciate yeah. you yeah to, uh the first song off of uh the new ep i dig that too yeah we're gonna film a video for that um yeah so we'll we'll figure that out uh we need you in the cool. audience for sure oh yeah hell yeah dude i'd love to cool uh guys thanks for hanging out on a fucking yeah. i don't know what what's today wednesday yeah wednesday Metal up your ass, right? Yeah. (laughs) So um, we haven't dropped an episode in minutes. I'm going to put this out Friday, and then we'll do, like, the Spinal Tap episode and hopefully this weekend. So, Well, what about the the Motley Crue versus Rat one? Let's do it. So, all right. So you want to do that? Well, we got that guy from – Oh, when are we doing – So, Nick, did you watch the Paramount Plus thing, I Want to Rock? No. It's fucking really good. Oh my god! Are you kidding me? Three episodes. They they interview John Karabi, uh, Janet Gardner from Vixen, Kip Winger. They pick like five Uh, subjects. Snake Sabo. Sabo, right? It's basically three episodes of like a combination of of back then and now, and it's great. It's just three episodes of like Sunset Strip type shit and like what they're doing now. Um, it's really their rise, their heyday, the downfall and stuff, but it's really well done. Like really, really well done. So it's oh. so, it's so good that I was watching it and I was like, yo, who the fuck directed this shit? Cause it was great. And I fucking like, even like the Karabi shit was just like fascinating. So I see him on Instagram and I, I, I didn't think he was going to respond. I'm like, yo, I'm watching this shit. It's fucking killer. And he wrote back. He was like, yo man. He's like, I feel like no one's watching this shit. So oh, I, Karabi? no, no, I, uh, the director. Oh, okay. I feel like no one's watching this, so I appreciate you reaching out and telling me that. And like we were just going back and forth. I wasn't gonna ask him anything, but he was so like cool. And he also did the I Want My MTV documentary, which I know Joe, you know. Great. Yeah. So so same thing. And I was like, hey, listen, I'm like, I'm a jerk off like everyone else, and I have a podcast if you ever wanted to do it. And he's probably like, fuck. I got engaged in this conversation. He was stroking my ego. Now I'm doing a stupid podcast. (laughs) Never answering a DM again. So, but you got to watch it and uh, we'll do the, we'll, we'll do the rat thing. So 
we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll we're gonna do Rat versus Motley Crue, and we'll start off with the first albums because I, I think that both of them have a strong five out the gate. Yeah, yeah. So then we'll do we'll do five episodes of that. We'll 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 go with with the self titled. Um, uh, we'll do with what out of the cellar and uh and uh fucking uh invasion. Oh, versus shout at the devil. No, no, versus uh the first crew record. Uh, too, too fast, fast love. Too fast. So oh we'll boy, that. yeah, that should be fun. Yeah, yeah. If you want, Absolutely. if you want to come back and fucking and do it with us, Nick, let's do it. You know my picks, dude. So I can't. Man. Ah, no. yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're like Motley Crue again and again. <laughs> oh yeah, on oh, crew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would love to. Uh, all right, cool. Yo, guys, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, later, dudes. Everything up. Peace out. Bye. 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 Bye.